This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Good morning and welcome to Collider Dailies. I'm John and with me as always is Maggie Lovett. So normally when we start off these shows, we have like a little bit of banter and then we get into our first topic of the day. Uh, And we'll certainly banter after we get through our first topic, but we do have to address the big news that happened over the weekend, uh, the sad news that happened over the weekend, and that is the passing of Friends actor Matthew Perry Mm -hmm. at 54. He was found uh, at his home in Los Angeles. He had apparently drowned in his jacuzzi. Um, It is... It's always awful when someone so young passes mm-hmm. away. 54 is not is not that old. And is somebody who was beloved by so many people, not just for friends, but also some of his other works. Uh, Maggie, how are you feeling? Very sad. This? this definitely felt like a, a blow to the chest when the news broke. Um, it was very reminiscent of Bob Saget's death, Um, you know, these mainstays from our childhood, these comfort watches, these people who just felt like they were always going to be around. uh, And it was very sad. Um, It was very hard to, uh, to help work on getting that article up. Yeah. It's just not, it's not a great time, not just for friends, fans, but anyone who enjoyed any of his work. I know that for me, like I wasn't a big friends fan growing up. Like I just didn't watch it. It wasn't really on in my household, but uh, almost heroes. The film mm. that he did with Chris Farley has been in like constant rotation for me through most of my life. Um, so he was always around uh, mm-hmm. whole nine yards. Also great film. Um, so he's going to be missed. Yes. Um, and uh, our hearts go out to his friends and family after this news. Uh, So with that all being said, let's try to lighten things up a little bit and let's get into the weekend box office. Uh, This is this was it. This was a crazy weekend. Uh, So 
<laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's came out this weekend and absolutely well, okay, maybe not absolutely dominated, but it certainly <laughs> dominated the weekend box office, pulling in $78 million domestically and $130 million internationally. It is, of course, a horror film. It's an adaptation of a series of independent games about being stuck in a pizzeria with haunted animatronics and a whole bunch of other stuff. There's just so much lore that we could sit here for like 50 plus hours and still be horribly confused by the end of it. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Maggie, is this is this the kind of thing that you think that you are going to be uh, uh, chomping at the bit to watch? <laughs> no, as somebody who, as a child, was terrified of Chuck E. Cheese, uh, good old Charles Entertainment Cheese, uh, I have stayed far, far away from Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't want to spend four, three, two, or one night there. Uh, so. I never play the games. Uh, you know, I'm always like I've, I've said in previous episodes of dailies, you know, I'm always excited for people who love games to get to experience their games turned into movies or TV shows or however uh, they get to extend their fandom longer. So it is fun to see people like being really excited for this, but it is, it is hard pass for me. I do not need nightmares about animatronic bears, like chasing me through the night. Did you ever, did you ever even watch any of the countless YouTubers? I have, I have because I have uh, a, morbid sense of curiosity and so i love watching uh gameplay uh and uh yeah we very quickly decided it was not for me uh it definitely seemed like a fun game but just kind of hit upon things that uh nope <laughs> not for one me. of my favorite one of my favorite memes from over the weekend on like tiktok and twitter and stuff was uh people go into the theater with like glasses that had like a little yes. picture of markiplier in the corner so that it, <laughs> because they're just like it feels this feels like the right way to watch this. Yes. Oh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's funny it, to see people going to the theaters this weekend dressed up as their favorite characters. I think there's one character that, you know, quote me if I'm wrong, isn't in the movie. And I saw the a lot marionette. Of marionette. Yes. A lot and, of people, a lot of people going to the theater dressed as the marionette uh, or expecting to see the marionette. Spoilers. The marionette is not in the film. Um, and yeah. It was, it was kind of surprising. Also kind of surprising that the film pulled in that much at the box yeah. office, considering that it is also streaming on Peacock. Maybe that is like maybe there's that says something about Peacock and about Peacock membership that mm -hmm. people yeah, were actually definitely. going out to the theater as opposed to staying home and watching it. Um because I feel like this is very much a movie that, although, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, I read the the Five Nights fandom differently. But I feel like that this is a film that people would stay at home to watch as opposed to going to the theater. It's not like a big bombastic blockbuster that you got to see on the big screen. But apparently people decided that they're going to go out. Maybe they like that, uh, the live stream experience of hearing everybody's reactions live in the theater. I will say that is, in my opinion, the best part of the theater is just the reaction of everyone around them. Um, maybe it's maybe it's because it is sort of like the weekend before Halloween. And so people wanted to get spooked and uh, they figure maybe this will be better than The Exorcist Believer, uh, <laughs> which is still doing decently. It, uh, it pulled in about three point one million over the weekend. Other movies and how they perform this weekend. Taylor Swift, The Errors Tour. Uh, brought in 14.7 million. Uh, honestly, not a bad pull considering that this is this is like what week three yeah. for that film. Something like yeah, that? yeah, came out on October 13th. Yeah, anybody who was gonna see that probably saw it that first weekend, which is probably when all of the crazy 
uh, like dancing and everything was being yeah. done around that film. And they're continuing uh, to do like ticket deals for that. Like you can see it tomorrow on the 31st for $13, $13 and 13 cents. So playing into the, the number 13 and I'm sure they'll do bank tomorrow. Just they'll to probably get that. a bump for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Killers of Flower Moon is also at $9 million for the weekend. Not bad for a, for a film like that. You don't expect, you know, sort of like deeper dramas to really do too big. But it's it's definitely pulling in numbers. And then After Death at $5.1 million. Um, overall, honestly, a good, I think a good selection of films for the box yeah. office, the top five. You've got a nice smattering of different sort of genres there it you know i will say that right now i think is a great time to be going to the movies there's so much just like good stuff out there we're not just like buried under one type of movie at the moment which is great sometimes Mm -hmm. that tends to happen um but yeah it's it's doing pretty well and of course paw patrol still sitting in there with uh Patrol 640,000 yesterday. So that that ain't bad. Uh all right, so that that was your box office recap. Uh yeah, it was a good weekend for movies overall. As I said, I watched Five Nights at Freddy's and I know that the critics don't really like it, but I was on board for it. Then again, I'm also kind of on the on the periphery of the Five Nights fandom. I've played the games and read the books and done the whole lore stuff. I've watched a lot of game theory. Um, <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So, but anyways, moving on into our last topic for the day, we have our SAG-AFTRA update. Uh, This weekend, they did a little bit of negotiating with AMPTP, and apparently... Everybody walked out of it feeling cautiously optimistic seems to be the, the the sort of feeling, at least from the guild. The AMPTP, of course, released their, you know, their sort of feelings, which is very PR talky. It's a whole thing. Um, Maggie, you are you are actually a member. So do you want to give your your take on things after the weekend? You know, it is still anyone's guess how long the uh, the strike will continue, but I am also feeling cautiously optimistic. This is the first time in a while that that does seem to be like the general consensus among all the guild members, you know, obviously only taking um, facts from what the uh, union tells us when they, you know, c- kind of give us these brief recaps of what's happening every day. Uh, but we're, we're reaching a point where the studios need to, you know, shut up and, uh, and take what we want uh, because they're not going to get content uh, if they don't start acting fast. You know, the writers got their deal. People are back in the writer's rooms working on series and they need the actors. Uh, It's it's one thing to uh, get things written, but you, you need to uh, have people on set. And so I think we are very much in the 11th hour and hopefully that means that they're going to capitulate to what we are asking. 
asking for, because in reality, we're not asking for much uh, based off of what some of those uh, studio bigwigs are making. And it is very much, you know, important to all of us who are not those A-listers making big bucks, because this is about, you know, health insurance and surviving. And most of the actors that are in the union are working actors who are doing background gigs and stand-in gigs and small parts whenever they can and are not making bank. So it is all about the little guy here. And that being said, I I hope and have faith that uh, SAG-AFTRA isn't going to fold on any of the things that they are hoping for. I really yeah, hope that, you know, personally, I think it would be better to drag this out and get a good deal than get a mediocre deal that covers exactly. some things, but not everything. And I do um, think that, you know, we are in a good place to hopefully get that. There was the letter that went around last week that was kind of pushing back against some of the uh, rather silly ideas that some A-listers uh, posited earlier in the month that basically was signed by so many other big names and also working actors, uh, the, the regular people among uh, the guild uh, that basically said that we are willing to stay on strike as long as possible until we get a deal, which I think is a fantastic show. And it was also um, organized and kind of handled by our strike captains who are out there every single day on the picket lines. And there's a really great show of force today out there at all the studios uh, in L.A. So I think that um, anything less than uh, what the WGA got is not going to fly. I think we are all in this together. And that's the thing is that the precedent has now been set by yep. the WGA deal. Like it is shown that the AMPDP can give these things that people are asking for. So, you know, yeah, you just SAG has just got to hold out. And I have faith that they can and I have faith that they will. Yes. Uh, and honestly, this is this is one of those things that this isn't just a fight for specifically SAG's end of the deal. This is. This and the writer strike are setting the stage for not just this industry, but a lot of other industries to sort of show that collective bargaining isn't just effective. Mm -hmm. It is an exceptionally powerful tool. Yeah. Um, I think that it goes without saying where we both sort of stand on unions and things <laughs> of that nature. Uh, so anyways, that is all that we have for you today, which leads us into our question of the day, which is, first of all, did you go see Five Nights at Freddy's or did you go back to the theater to see the Taylor Swift film for like the eighth or ninth time? Be sure to let us know in the comments. Also, let us know how you're feeling about the SAG after strike. If you are optimistic that we might be coming to the end of it, or if you think that this is going to be going on and on and on and on forever, uh, be sure to let us know in the comments or you can tweet at us. We are out there in, on the interwebs. You can find us on numerous different places. Uh, so just let us know. Tomorrow, Steve and Perry will be here. They will be talking about different things, doing stuff, having a good time. So be sure to tune in for that 10 a.m. here on Collider Extras. Uh, yeah. Anyways, you can find us over on the website. So go over there, check out what Maggie's writing, check out the videos that I'm making. Have a good time. <laughs> Have a good rest of your day and we'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.